After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. After my heart attack, Cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Morning Report. Number 72. I think 72. 72. 72. So if you don't think we're serious, <laughs> we wouldn't win 72 of them. My name is Willie Lawson, and uh, my friend's name is Paul Swanson on the Swanson Report. S-W-A-N-S-E-N. S-E-N because it's Swedish, and he's a Swedish guy I know. So, again, welcome um, this morning, wherever you are, across the fruited plains, to the uh, morning report. <sighs> you know... One of the cool things, I guess, and one of the most disturbing things is just just how, just when you think things are going to go a certain way, <clears throat> something else happens. And uh, we've got that story to tell for sure um, today concerning um, Mitch McConnell's hint uh, yesterday that there may not be votes to uh, block witnesses. Well, you know, it's, you know, Su- Susan Collins and. Mitch Romney, it's, it's usual suspects, right? I guess a lot of you are kind of already knew that um, there were some quote undependable Republicans um, in the Senate. There's a there's a, there's a number advantage of Republicans, but only in num in numbers only, not in ideology and not in su- not in support for the president for sure. So uh, I guess that sh- should come as no surprise. Uh, we'll get into that. Um, but there's a plan B developing that should be interesting, I think. Uh, so we're going to talk about that as well. Um, I don't know if you saw it. Um, Don Lemon, and I only saw it on YouTube because I don't watch CNN. Uh, I don't watch Fox News either, really. So, um, 
I don't know the last time I sat down and went, hmm, let's watch Tucker Carlson. Uh, I know when that was. Never. <laughs> Not one time. But anyway, um, Don Lemon is on is, is a um, host of CNN, and he had two people on. Uh, one, of, one of them was an NPR uh, reporter and um, somebody else, and they were pretty much digging into supporters of Donald Trump, and it just tickled the crap out of Don Lemon. It was the funniest, it seemed like it's the funniest thing that he'd, he'd heard this year um, as, 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 the, as the guests belittled um, supporters of a duly elected president of the United States. And, um, well, it was interesting. And he said, and Don Lemon yesterday, because, and I read this in an article because I didn't see it because, again, I don't watch CNN, um, mentioned it. And we'll talk about that a little bit, too, and how all this, I think, plays out in the larger picture. Um, thanks to our friends at Project Veritas, uh, one of my brushes with greatness was that I did I did at to, 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 to me, the 2015 uh, Right Online, I did get to meet James O'Keefe. Um, one of my brushes with greatness. It was it was a tremendous, tremendous two hours. I met James O'Keefe, Sonny Johnson, and Brandon Darby. Are you freaking kidding me? Other than my family, in 2015, I really needed a reason to live. Um, I had just come back from... Uh, open heart surgery. My trip to Washington was my first time on a plane after that surgery. I really didn't know how I was going to, how my chest was going to react or any of that stuff. And I was kind of, I'd never flown into DC by myself. And I really didn't, I really didn't know how all that was going to work out. But golly, that day, that two hour period during their session, Sonny Johnson, Brandon Darby, and James O'Keefe. I still have to thank um, Ale, uh, Ale Alexander for, um, for, for for making that possible for me. It was just, I will never, 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 never be able to repay him for the experience. Thank you ever so much for the cost. <laughs> but I appreciate, you know what, I appreciate him and, and that experience greatly. It's grounded me a little bit in my uh, grounded me a lot of a, a lot of bit in my conservatism, um, but anyway, um, Project Veritas and James O'Keefe uh, has been doing an expose on some of the people who are in the Bernie Sanders camp, and we're finding out there's there's a little bit more radical, dangerous European style radical there than I think people know about. That army is real, and we need to pay attention. All right, uh, we're going to take a little break, and we'll get back at it here, here in a second. Again, thanks for coming today. It is the 29th of January. Golly, it was just New Year's Eve, wasn't it? Holy crap, it was just New Year's Eve, and it's the 29th of January, the first month of the year. One-twelfth of the year is damn near gone in two days. In two days, it'll be gone, and we'll be in February. Oh, my goodness. All right. We'll be back right after these messages.
You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942. www.bloomingdays.com Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world's story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. All right. All right. Welcome back. We appreciate you being there. So, so do you like that bumper music? Go ahead and send me an email. You know, you like it. You're like, where'd you get that from? I can't tell you. Um, <laughs> in any case, um, yeah, the um, as the stomach turns, it's going on in the Senate. Uh, the president's team finished up their, um, their opening uh, yesterday. Uh, actually, they could have finished up day one. They could have finished up Saturday uh, when they basically took apart like uh like a kid takes the wings and legs off a housefly just picks one wing off and picks two more legs off and picks the other wing off while he, while the fly is just sort of rolling around unable to get away this is this is this is how i saw the um the um the president's lawyers take apart anything that the house managers have brought to the Senate floor on Saturday. So to Tuesday, I mean, Monday and Tuesday was just sort of icing on the cake, which is why the timing of John Bolton's and, and it's being, it's being talked about like it's a book, like it's about to be published. It is in the, it's a draft of a book in the pre-publication phase um, was leaked at this point. Why? Because they've got nothing. Golly, what I almost said. They've got absolutely nothing. So, and they knew that after the present, you know, and the left knew after the presentation of the president's team, 
that they had to send out something that would cause doubt and would and people would they would be able to hang on to the to the to the notion that there was a cover up going on so um somebody leaked uh, somebody in the White House leaked a few pages of John Bolton's book that we can that 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 no one can confirm or deny or actually going first of all going into the book have actually passed um, the muster of of viability. It's this more rumor and innuendo. It's it's the same game that the Democrats have been playing since jump, since the beginning. Rumor and innuendo. Heard it from a friend who, heard it from a friend who, you know, and, and what they want to want you to do, and what they want us to do continually is to just ignore what you see. They want us to ignore the transcripts of the telephone conversation that the president had with President Zelensky of, of the Ukraine. They just simply want us to ignore the conversation that the two presidents had. This is this was going to be the smoke. Remember, this was going to be the smoking gun. This was going to be the thing. This was going to be the thing that brought down the Trump presidency right here. And then, what did Trump do? Trump said, "Okay, well, let's let everybody let everybody hear what we said. Let's, let's let everybody see what we said. What was actually said? Declassified it. Boom. Oh, they were crestfallen." But they were determined. They were just like, well, this, well, forget that. What? There was oh, there's quid pro quo there. Well, how about all the other conversations that happened at you know high level conversations that happened with with Ukraine and no mention of investigations or quid pro quo or um, the um, the holding back of of military aid were mentioned and and then and then and then and then this is this is what what they hate we found out we found out this we found out that um at the time of the president's conversation with uh president Zelensky is that oh crap they, they didn't even know that there was aid being withheld they didn't even know it's kind of hard to pressure somebody and not tell them they're bring they're being pressured <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to pressure somebody and not tell them they're being pressured. Well, and well, because Joe Biden knew that Joe Biden basically told Ukraine, unless they fired the um, the the prosecutor on the Burisma case, that there'd be no one billion dollars. Joe Biden knows what that is. Joe Biden knows exactly what that is and how to do it. So uh, there is that. But in any case, we're here at this point, which is more frustrating, more frustrating to me than ever. But and Mitch McConnell hinted yesterday that after this book and, and after all this, this stuff and this hoopla, that he's not sure that the Republicans have the votes to block witnesses. Well, it's the usual suspect. This is, you know, what it's Mitt Romney and Susan Collins. Um, you know, it's, it's it, and the usual the usual suspects. 
And even if it were to come down to a 50-50, John Roberts would probably uh, recuse himself and not vote. So there's that. Um, They're still working on it, though. Uh, Mitch McConnell has developed, or or the the Republican team is developing what they're calling a Plan B. Uh, the Plan B. Let me see. Make, let me make sure I I tell you what that is, because it's a little convoluted, and it's frankly just so some of these moderate Republicans in the Senate have some political cover. That's what it's about. It's it's it, it really isn't about truth, justice, or the American way. It's simply about making sure some of these clowns have political cover. That's it. That's it. What? That's it. That's all. That's what it's all about. And you're thinking, well, that's awful. Well, yeah. Oh, because, frankly, it is. It's awful. It's terrible. It's angering, right? You're like, well, that... That kind of hacks me off. Well, it kind of should. It kind of should. It kind of should hack. I mean, it 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 should hack you off. So what they're going to do is they're going to set up a system that witnesses be called in a package, kind of a package deal. Let's say, for instance. Um, the Democrats want to call John Bolton. Well, the Republicans could say we'll call John Bolton, but we have to, but we have to call, um, Hunter Biden or Joe Biden at the same time. Well, and of course, Democrats aren't going to, Democrats aren't going to agree to that. And and the and the moderates get to say, well, although we want to call witnesses, that set of witnesses is that plan is flawed, so we won't do that. And then at at some point, someone needs to go ahead and call the damn question. And I still don't understand why that hasn't been done. The um, they'll be questioning today. Remember that there's this twelve hour questioning period, eight hour now questioning period. Um, of the uh, of the team of the uh, president's team, um, so we'll think we'll see how that goes. But right now, um, they don't think that the uh, well, well anyway, McConnell doesn't think they have a votes. So it should be it, sh- it should be interesting. Um, they may indeed they may indeed have the votes. Um. But again, it's this, you know, it's the usual, it's the usual suspect. So we'll see. So we're going to see. All right. A couple of days ago, a few days ago, Don Lemon. Remember Don Lemon? Don Lemon was on um, New Year's New Year's Rock and Eve one year. Remember? Actually, he was on he was on a couple of years, a couple of years in a row, uh, and one year was you know this CNN anchor was visibly hammered drunk hammered on the air and then another year when they uh the year that they made uh 
recreational marijuana legal in in Colorado. He and one of his newsmates were at a dispensary getting baked on the air. Getting baked on the air. And and we're supposed to take this person, we're supposed to take this person as a serious news person, right? We're supposed to look up to this person as someone who you know what, is fair and is uh, open and intelligent. And now he basically just a clown. And it's always oh, the same person who said that that white men are, are terrorists while being married, you know, quote. And, and, and you can't see this because this is radio. I've got the biggest freaking air quotes up that I can manage. Married. Married to a white to a white dude, right? Hard to um, hard to take this dude seriously. So in any case, um, he had um, Lashat uh, Ali and Rick Wilson um on the program, and Rick Wilson was basically uh, belittling anybody that um was a supporter of the duly elected president, Donald J. Trump. Uh, Lemon began to laugh after Wilson described Trump's base as credulous boomer rube demographic. And then he and Ali use exaggerated Southern accents to joke about um, how, how the elites only care about, you know, what spelling and reading. I mean, all you elites with your with your spelling and your reading and your maps, yeah, okay. But because this is what they do, they when they can't beat you, they have to belittle you. There you go. Now Wilson, of course, said the outrage is fake because. The MAGA world wants the freedom to attack, insult, demean, and abuse anyone who doesn't aggressively worship Donald Trump. They can't stand anyone who punches back and hope they can intimidate or shame me. Well, no one, you know what, here you go. No one's trying to, and, and I think I commented on this really late last night uh, on my YouTube channel, but no one's trying to intimidate or shame anybody. It just, I find it interesting that the left who purports to be the champion of of anti-bullying, the champion of the downtrodden, the champion of the undereducated, the cha- you know the champion of 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 unity would just openly go after people based on their political affiliation. And where they live. It's interesting. Now, um, Don Lemon mentioned this on his program apparently uh, last evening, and um, and what he said was, per, because this is personally important to me uh, to address this. Anyone, anyone, ask anyone who knows me. Um, I don't believe in belittling people. Got a big damn laugh out, you know, from somebody else belittling, belittling people. Belittling anyone for who they are, 
what they believe or where they're from. During an interview on Saturday night, my guest said something that made me laugh. In the moment, I found the joke humorous and I didn't catch everything he said. Well, okay, Don, were you drunk? Usually when I find something funny, I hear all of it. I hear it all. And that's, and then I connected to what the things that I think are okay to laugh about. And then I laugh about it if I find it funny. But you said you didn't catch everything. Just to make this clear, I was laughing at the joke that I didn't hear. And not at any group of people. But the joke was about a group of people. Don Lemon, you are a liar. And you are, and even worse, you are a cowardly liar. You are a liar. Again, Lemon began to laugh after Wilson described Trump's base as a credulous boomer rube demographic. Hmm? This is because this is what these people think of, I guess, us, really. Me. You. They think that you're undereducated. They think that you're that you're um, stupid, that we couldn't, that you couldn't find Ukraine on a map. Wilson says that Trump couldn't find Ukraine on a map if it had a U and a picture of a crane on it. Crane. So, um, I guess that's what we have to deal with. You know what? And and a few years ago, uh, Glenn Beck talked about. You know, this whole idea that, you know, we should be able to talk our our problems out and, and and move forward from there. But the problem is that we're not dealing with honest brokers. We're not dealing with people who are honest. We're not be dealing with people who respect us. We're not dealing with them. Those days, I believe, have come to an end. You know, it's, it's so funny um, in my circles. So many people listen to NPR because they think NPR is right down the middle because they all talk like this, you see, and they're all very calm. And thank you um, for um, for coming to All Things Considered. And they have the, the little classical music and the whole deal. And because of that, they think that they're, you know, educated and erudite and people they can trust. When frankly, they're just hacks just like Don Lemon they're just hacks just like the hacks on MSNBC they're not any different they all come from the same damn schools they all have the same thoughts they all have the same um, radical hate America first mentality they're all the same they're all from the same bucket of crap I know that wasn't a very erudite um, way to put that and that was a it was a horrible analogy, I know, but it's the truth. And so this idea that we can actually have conversation, you can't have conversation with somebody who doesn't respect you. You can't have disagreements and conversations and, and, and deal with, with people who don't respect you. And these people obviously don't respect you. If you're a supporter of Donald Trump, they don't respect you at all. They think you're stupid. As a matter of fact, they don't think you're stupid. They know you're stupid because you don't agree with them. Because if you don't agree with them, then obviously you're a friggin' moron. 
you're a freaking um, developmentally delayed, uh, mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging moron. So if that's their opinion, how do you possibly come to any middle ground? So it's funny, I, I hear these these freaking Mike Bloomberg, what, a, what adult, um, commercials about Michael can, Bloomberg can find middle ground between Republicans and Democrats. I heard that the other day. I was like, well, there, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, in a lot of ways, moving forward in our society, the middle ground, like the middle class, is almost gone forever. We'll be right back. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. You're tired of the cold? You're tired of the taxes? It's time to move to Florida. And our friend, Gary Knight, at New Homes of Tampa Bay is the perfect person to help you. You can just give Gary a call at 813-770-9452 or you can go to the website to look for your brand new home at www.newhomestpa.com. Move to Florida. It's about time. Bernie's army is real. There are people, again, we get back to this whole idea of that we should be, that we all really want the same thing. We just have different ways of going about it. Well, the fact of the matter is that we really don't want, all of us don't want the same thing. And I think that that's a hard lesson to learn. Uh, because, because we want to believe that we all want the same thing. Because if we can, if we believe that we all want the same thing, that idea that everything's going to be okay, everything's going to be fine, we can hold on to that. But the pro, but, but the fact of the matter is, is that we don't all want the same thing. Some people really do want revolution. Some people really do want to kill you. Um, James O'Keefe's Project Veritas released more footage Tuesday, um, giving an inside look into the top staffers 
uh, of Senator, Senator Bernie Sanders keep on the payroll. And not surprisingly, they're as, as radical as you can imagine. And this is from an article from townhall.com. You know I love them. From Leah Burkhouse. Uh, the latest uh, the latest video of O'Keefe's Expose 2020 series reports uh, reportedly shows two South Carolina field organizers speaking about their desires to overthrow the U.S. government and capitalism, destroy property, and how they keep, and and how they have to keep their extremism on the back burner well, right now. Here's a quote from one of them. Um, Even if Bernie is elected, change will not come swiftly or easily. So the connections we're making now in the campaign and with other volunteers and events is important that we retain that regardless of the outcome, said fuel organizer David Taylor. It's unfortunate that we have to make plans for extreme action. But like I said, they're not going to give it to us even if Bernie is elected. A second field organizer identified as Mason Baird uh, discussed the type of people who are attracted to Sanders' campaign, explaining they fall well outside the American norm. I've canvassed with someone who's like an anarchist, and I've canvassed with, with someone who's more of a Marxist leftist. So we attract radical, uh, like truly radical people to the campaign, he said. But that's obviously not an outward-facing, that's not outward-facing. Taylor said, for now, they have to keep their extremism quiet. We don't want to scare people off. So you've kind of got to feel feel it out before you get into crazy stuff, he said. You know, we're talking about more extreme organizations and stuff like Antifa. You were talking about um, the yellow vest, all that. But we're kind of keeping all that in the back burner for now. While Baird spoke of how he would like to avoid violence should Sanders get elected, others within the movement are more keen to get down, are more keen to go down that road. Here's what Baird said. After we abolish landlords, we don't have to kill them. Noting that he is not excited um, about the prospect of um, that. Of, of of armed struggle. I just never want to kill anybody. That scares me a lot. He said, "I would say most people in the movement are in are in excuse me are in to avoiding going that far." And there's a wing of the movement that sees it as and the and the PV undercover of guys said inevitable. Yeah, Bear, Bear replied, "Who went on to explain?" The necessity of property damage. The necessity of property damage. The necessity of burning down buildings, of breaking windows, stealing. We would need a federal government and labor union movement that is working together to strip power away from capitalists and preferably um, directing that violence toward property. This is, these are people who are inside the Bernie Sanders organization. See, if, so, so this is, and, 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 and I want you to think, I want you to think about this. 
I really want you to think about this. The next time you're walking through the parking lot at work and you see a Bernie 2020 bumper sticker on the ass end of a Prius. Do these people have any idea? Or are they just enamored with the idea of free college? Or getting rid of their college debt? Or Medicaid for all? Do they have any clue as to what these people who are in charge of this campaign would bring onto their communities? Would the violence and the terror that they would rain down on their heads, the anarchy that could exist and would probably exist, should these people get any sniff of real power. Imagine Portland Antifa in every major city in America. Imagine Antifa in every city in America, in every state of America, in every state in America. While governments continue to portray them as peaceful protesters, have you seen any Antifa protests? that have been peaceful. Only one. When they went to Richmond a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago, to protest the um, Second Amendment, and what they found was there was a whole crap load of people who were armed to the teeth. They were pretty quiet. They were pretty quiet that day. Held up their signs protested like human beings. Hmm. Like they say, armed neighbors make polite neighbors. It is unfathomable that we could have this going on in 2020 in the United States. Thank God for James O'Keefe and Project Veritas. Uh, you know, we here at the Morning Report and Fightback Media, can need, we need your help as much as anybody um, from a financial standpoint. But I said this before uh, when I mentioned the Project Veritas um, project. If there's some way that you can send a few bucks to James, do that, please. None of this, is, none of this stuff that he's doing is free. Um, from what I understand, James is not independently wealthy and, um, he can use all the help. Hey, you know, all the help he can get. So if you would do that, that'd be good for, for him and it'd be good for America. All right. My name is Willie Lawson and this is the morning report here on Fightback Media Radio Network. Until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? 
Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten dollars to $60,000. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.